This podcast was brought to you, of course, by Ardman Enterprises. Be courageous. <laughs> that's our that's our catchphrase, our slogan. It's actually written if you buy um there's the Ardman Enterprises panties are on sale. And the the back the back end has the Ardman logo, but the front of the panties says be courageous. So like if you're if you're about to go down on a girl and she's wearing Ardman panties and you're like, I don't know if I can do this, but then you see like right uh, right on the front, like right at eye level, it just says be courageous and you're like, I can do this, and then you pull them down. And that's that's what we're all about here at Ardman Enterprises. That's our that's our motto is be courageous because it's super important. Um, please enjoy this podcast. Ah, there we are. Liz, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Nice and warm down here in Florida. Did some good work done this morning. Good. Are you are you on Wi-Fi right now? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So you're with the <clears throat> you're with the American Kettle Club, is that right? Uh yeah. Yes I am. Great. Let's talk about that. What do you want to know about heifers? What? What do you want to know about heifers? God damn it. Your audio quality is shit. Um, oh. Well, I'm, I'm using headphones. Let me, uh, let me switch. <laughs> okay. My audio quality is hashtag shit. <laughs> okay, wait. What about now? That works. Uh, say, say something again. Testing? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Oh, I could sure. just leave it on speakerphone, but I got headphones in so I can use my hands to do other stuff. I see. Okay. So you're in Florida right now? I am. Yep. Down in Pensacola Beach. I think I think some of my friends that are in the Navy, they're in Pensacola too right now. Doing oh, really? Some Navy stuff. I don't know what. Airplane. I thought Navy was on the water. I'm pretty sure it's near the water, right? You said there's a beach where you are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're just on the water, like, full time. Well, I feel like if they're on land, then they're Army. If they're in the air, they're Air Force. If they're Navy, they're on the water. Like like the Air Force. They're not actually in the Air Force until they, like, like take off, right? Um. Yes. And then Space Force is just like the Air Force, except it's in space. I really hope that we actually start like an actual Space Force because that would, you know, that would be interesting to like 
Well, I mean, I love Joe, but I really think if if you're um, a proponent of Space Force, having a force in space, um, you should really fill out your ballot as a red ticket for DJT. I think he'll make it happen. Oh, you are? Or did you already? Yeah. Yeah. Vote early and vote often. (laughs) More than once. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very possible with all of the unsolicited ballots that have been uh, mm-hmm. dispersed around the entire country. You could absolutely vote often. I keep getting like the same form to fill out, which is to request the ballot. But it says like if you if you've already sent a request, don't fill this out. But I keep thinking like, what if they never got my request? What if they're sending me this because I need to like fill out like the ballot request but then i'm like i don't want to fill it out twice because what if they send me like two ballots and then one of them becomes invalid or something but i i had plenty of self-control i only did it once are you afraid to vote in person um i mean yeah because like people are going to be touching the machines you know so it's like if you touch the machine that someone else touched you know or like if they're breathing on it you know i don't want to be like in the same place that a bunch of people have been at the same time, you know? Yeah, but the coronavirus is airborne. It's not touchborne. <sighs> <laughs> well, I got you there, didn't I? <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yep, I stay up on these things. Where do you get your sources from? Um, usually, um, just kind of Twitter and Instagram, um, other people's stories on Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook. I think that's probably my, my go-to, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's really truthful. A lot, of, a lot of groups on Facebook sort of fast tracks the process i think it's sort of oh yeah and like i think like family and friends are like Mm -hmm. really good sources because they're true americans like they're really living here they're really Mm -hmm. experiencing what's going on firsthand like whatever they say you can rely on whoever loves america the most is probably the most qualified people that's so true. That's so true. Because if, if you don't love America, how could you spread truth about it? And if you do love America, how could you spread lies about it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's just basic mathematics. You just got to weed out. You just got to rule out the bad eggs, you know? Yes. But I mean, how do you do that? Um, it's the algorithm on Facebook. The, the algorithm, it knows, like, it, like if, you, if you post something that's, like, um, that's something not true, you know, if you post, like, something yeah, about, like, socialism plus. is good or something, the algorithm, it won't show it to you. So, but, like, if Fox News posts something, the algorithm knows that that's true. So then it shows that to you, and that's how you can trust it. 
That's crazy because usually when I'm trying to find out if my eggs are bad, I just smell them or I crack it open to see what's inside. But I've never heard of algorithm testing for bad eggs. It's interesting. I'll have to look into that. Well, I think that's how the big farms do it. Like um, like Tyson. They... Oh, big pharma. Yeah. <laughs> they um, Mark Zuckerberg sits in a chair and they just out of every um, dozen eggs laying they let him taste test one raw egg. Oh, like, yes, I saw this in um, a really, really good documentary called um, Napoleon Dynamite. And they, (laughs) they did the same, the kind of raw egg testing. (laughs) Oh, shit. So anyways, do you, do you um, to be honest, no, I've only done it once. Really? Did at you a, get sick? A, uh, I, um, I was at, it was at my house during a, a YC party and I just went to the fridge and just cracked an egg like into my mouth, like with a bunch of people in the kitchen. Oh, I don't know why. That's <laughs> sick immediately went to the backyard and yacked. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> Ew, who does that? <laughs> me. Yeah, Nate follows apparently. <clears throat> I've been eating a lot of IHOP lately. Really? Okay. Because um like two things. One, IHOP is open <clears throat> all the time. So at like 3 a.m., I'll just go on my phone and like order something. And it's like already it's like ready by the time I get to the store. Um. But the other thing, it's so cheap because they have all these um, coupon codes online. And like you would think, you know, like most things, like um, if you've used like DoorDash or any online service, you know, like when you use a coupon code, it like expires. But these codes are like all universal it's just like something super simple that you can use as many times as you want and it's basically just getting like anything like for like half price basically so i'll get like a whole meal for like four dollars yeah i just checked you on the ground sorry i'm very offended can you hear me are we connected again i can still hear you yeah Okay, good. See, I live in like the past and I use corded headphones and the door handle hooked it and then flung my phone outside the door closed and I was inside with just a pair of headphones. That's good. Yeah, good shit. So like yesterday for like $7, I got like a burger, fries and like a full order of pancakes. So I'm, I'm eating the pancakes right now. These are my breakfast. And what do you normally get for dinner or like at your 3 a.m. snack from them? Yeah, they have like um, like burgers, omelets, they have steak. Steaks, wow. Steaks mm-hmm. and eggs. They have, um, yeah, exactly. They have tilapia if you're bold enough to get that from IHOP. I don't. 
think I think I would try eating raw eggs first before I eat tilapia from IHOP. <laughs> Seems a lot safer. Mm-hmm. Um, eggs are pasteurized. Hot take. You only get to go to one of these facilities for the rest of your life. IHOP, Waffle House, or Denny's. What do you choose? That's a tough question. Well, that's why I'm here to ask the hard questions. <laughs> the world needs to know. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, with Waffle House. I think that's a wise choice. What's your reasoning? It's just, it's like the day one, you know, it's the OG, like, there's a Waffle House on campus, you know, like, when you're so drunk and you're so tired, and you're just walking around, the bars are closed, and you don't know where to go, you don't know what your address is, and then you're just walking around and you see the the golden arches, or the, the, the yellow and black, black and yellow, the, the letters on the street. And then, because you got to go somewhere, because people are panhandling you, so you walk in, and then everyone behind the counter is, like, as fucked up as you are. So it's, it's like a big party, you know, everyone's, everyone's screaming and yelling, and they have, they'll, they'll make you anything that you want, even if it's not on the menu, you know. You can just ask them to, like, hey, put some shit on that, you know, and they'll be like, okay. Did I lose you? Mm-hmm. I lost her. Oh, man. Are we connected again? Oh, now you can hear me. Yeah. See, the other problem with the corded headphones is that, like, I've put them, shoved them into, like, so many crazy small places, and they don't really, sometimes they get a weird kink, and then they just stop Mm -hmm. working. They're kinky, and I've shoved them in a lot of small places, and we'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Hmm. Interesting. What are you doing right now? You don't. Um, I'm staring at my computer, um, and it's just, like, the blue screen, and I just woke up, like, less than an hour ago. I woke up at two, exactly. Wow. Just in time for our early morning interview. Yeah, pretty much. I, um, because I I work late. Um, I mean, I work Monday through Thursday, so I get Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, which is awesome, but... I have to work weird hours. Hey, I'd take the, the long weekends. I really do believe, like, weekends should be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. You can easily get a full work weekend between Monday and Thursday. I'm uh, standing in an Arctic cooler that holds 36 beers, except I'm doing the same technique they use to squash grapes into wine 
but I have a load of my dirty clothes and I'm stomping on them with soap. <laughs> Can you hear me? A little ASMR for the viewers. That's good stuff. Yeah. Pretty nice. I thought you were going to say you were stomping on the beers. Like people would <laughs> turn grapes and wine. Just gives you more of a vintage uh, taste to your beers if you stomp on them first. Yeah. Get a little bit of blood in there. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Iron in there. yeah, it's good. I mean, a metal can tastes super similar to blood, so this kind of adds to the effect. I bet if you have um, anemia, do you think drinking people's blood would be good for that? I think so. Hmm. I'm no doctor, but yeah, I think that would work. I'm going to text my chemical engineer right now get a new product on the line. Oh, I thought you were going to text your anemic friend to ask him to try it. Oh, I don't have any anemic friends. I don't think I do either. We should we should we should each go out and make one friend who has anemia, I think. Yes. I think if we all did we... that, everyone who listens to this episode, the world would just become a way better place. If if we each had at least one friend who has anemia. Yeah. Do you ever listen to Duncan Trussell's family hour? I do not. Could could you Well you should. Could you go on? Um but he always does this thing i forget the the buzzword for it right now but this week's is to um practice the first paramita of buddhism and um to commit three acts of uh like um selfless service or just like giving without like expecting anything in return and he's like you know what if we all do that the world problems will probably be fixed overnight. Hmm. So maybe for those listening to Sharba Larba, if we all make friends with at least one anemic person, we could fix all of the world's problems. I think that's a good first step. I think so. But what are... I think, you know, to, to solve any problem, you have to work backwards, right? Yeah. Start at the solution what are, what and work the, backwards. Mm-hmm. What are the world's problems? Um, well, right now, mm-hmm. COVID is a pretty big one. And mm-hmm. people eating bats. Mm-hmm. Do you think an anemic person should eat a bat that has blood in it? Hmm. I think we should all eat a bat at least once, just to. I mean, Ozzy Osbourne did it, right? I didn't know that, but I believe it. At, during a show, he bit the head off a bat. Holy fuck! <laughs> Imagine if you were just at an Ozzy Osbourne show, fucking tripping out on like DMT or something crazy, and he's up there and you're like, "Holy shit, is he holding a bat?" And all of them, the heads off, and it's in his mouth. <laughs> I would go fucking ape shit if I saw that happen. In real life. <laughs> It'd probably break me. Mm-hmm. 
So, I feel like bats. No, no, wait. Bats actually, they do drink blood, like vampire bats do. Yeah. Hmm. I think we're on to something. Here. I think so. Hmm. What do you think kind of cocktail you could make with blood in it? Hmm. A lot of cultures hmm. do drink or consume blood. Really? Yeah, like British people eat blood pudding. I watched that be made and eaten one time. It's disgusting. That, that's not that's not human blood though, right? No, like cow blood or pig blood. Yeah. Blood sausage. Bloody sausage. Yeah. Maybe it's not blood at all. Maybe they just say bloody. It's like one of their buzzwords. <laughs> this bloody pudding. You know, I want to say Bloody Mary. I feel like that's the go to. Oh, yeah. That's where the, the mind goes first. <clears throat> I think that would lend itself so nicely because I think the most off putting part of consuming the blood would probably be the color because you like know that it's blood yeah mm-hmm. but a bloody mary is the color of blood that could be a really good mm-hmm. halloween cocktail a spooky cocktail Ooh. a bloody mary with real authentic blood serve that to your friends and then tell them after they drink <laughs> it that there is human blood in it. that would be scary <laughs> you're pretty pissed um, there's a drink <clears throat> that I made up called a, a dog penis. Oh. Which is like, you know, those like shooter glasses like this, like the skinny, taller shot glasses. Yeah. Like one of those, you fill it like halfway with Everclear and the other half with um, big red soda, if you remember that. I don't think I like ever drink that or whatever. Subsidiary of 7-Up. It, t- it tasted like cinnamon, I think. But it's not a good soda. Neither of those are good, but when when you have it in the glass like that, it looks exactly like a dog's penis. Oh. But you could probably do that with blood for the coloring instead of the big red soda. Yeah, bloody dog penis. We've all seen one of those. <laughs> God. Or um I guess because blood's kind of like a darker color. <clears throat> what about like, um, have you had a black Manhattan before? Nope. It's, uh, I don't even, I actually don't know what's in it, but it's like a, it's served in like a martini glass, but it's like a Manhattan, but with more, ex- more expensive is basically what it is, but. I think it's, like, dark enough that the... Because blood's, like, almost kind of, like, purple. Yeah, it's, like, dark. And then, like, it gets, like, brown, I think. Because, like, it gets old. So that could work. Or, like, a chocolate martini, except instead of chocolate, you just use blood. Or you use both. Yeah, that'd be good. Or you could just put it in, like, red wine. I feel like that's the same color. Yeah. Like a, um, like, like a sangria. Yeah, I think that's, like, what sangria, like, sangria is, like, a Spanish word for blood. Sangria, yeah. 
Oh, okay. So I was listening to your other podcast episode with um, Jesse from the basement. Yeah. And I'm like 1000% down to do a drunken screenplay reading. Okay. I think that would be so much fun. It's like. We should get that on the books. It's like drunk history, like as close as we're going to get as amateurs. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I think that's a good call. I am. Um... <clears throat> One time, I was trying to get Elise to do that with me. That was, like, before I started this podcast. But I've got one of these books I have is, um, it's just a play. But, you know, it's 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 in book form or whatever. Right. And I was at Elise's house, like, browned out, like, reading lines from this book. And I kept, like, trying to hand the book to Elise. And I was like, you say that this, you're Martha. She kept knocking the book out of my hand. But I think if people are aware of what's of what the context is, instead of just me handing them like a, a you know a play and telling them to read the lines, I think people would be more willing to do I it. I think so. But, but that's that's the control factor because as as far as my experience goes, one hundred percent of the time I've tried to get people to do this, they have not wanted to do it. Well, now you have. So I, yourself and two other people so that's three people that want to do it i think i think we can make this I happen think so too i really think so and i think elise would maybe change her mind with the new format and with knowing what's going on you're probably right i just assume she's always on the same page <laughs> yeah what what player? What uh, what screenplay should we do? Um. Well, it like reminds me very much of like reading, um, like Shakespeare in high school and stuff. Like you'd have to go around the room and like mm-hmm. everybody plays a role. But mm-hmm. I don't know. That stuff's really hard. Like the words are so hard to say. It'd be easier to do something more contemporary, especially if you're gonna get. We could do Hamilton. <clears throat> what? I didn't. I didn't hear you. Oh, we could that? do Hamilton. I've never seen it or done we could, anything. We could do Hamilton. What? I don't, I don't know what that is. That new thing, the crazy thing about like George Washington rapping as a black dude, and it's a musical. Do you live oh. under a rock? Yeah. Really? I live in a cave. Well. Well, it's underground. It's. I'm sure there is at least one rock physically above me. Is it like a layer? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good description. Yeah, you yeah. seem like somebody who would have a layer. Is there anything secret or evil about it? Hmm. You know, I guess not. Um, looking around. <sighs> no. The worst thing I have down here is 
those handcuffs that I always seem to have for some reason that always seem to make an appearance. That's pretty evil. But I'm sure if if they're going to be used, they're going to be used against me instead of me using them on someone else. Yeah. Last time they were. Used against you in your own home? See, this is why women shouldn't own guns. And why men shouldn't own handcuffs in their nightside table because they could be entrapped into their lair and never freed. It was at the YC like two years ago. I was blacked out and I was so drunk that they put handcuffs on me to restrain me and then also took the belt off my pants and then tied the belt like around my ankles. Wow. In order. So I, I don't understand how I needed to be restrained if I was, if they were able to get my belt off in the first place. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the context. I wasn't there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good shit. When's the last time you blacked out? Ugh. Um, 2019. Wow. Not even in this infamous year of terribleness? What's that? Oh, yeah, not this year. I've only gotten drunk, like, three times this year. Yeah, I'd say my drinking habits have really tailored off within the last year. Which is surprising because it's like a crazy year. You think the best thing to do is drink, but I just haven't had the like motivation or willpower to to go that hard. I don't even like to drink. Like if I'm not at like a like a social like a party. Or yeah, because you know? then like it's just not fun, and then you like wake up and like your whole day is shot the next day. Pretty much the um. Last time I got or I blacked out was at the Commodores Ball 2019. So not even the second half of 2019. Wow, in the springtime. Yeah. Yeah. It was when I was there. I think I think I blacked out too that day. Oh, I know. You I actually got oh, because we were going shot for shot. That's right. And I got cut off and the bartender was like, I'm sorry, you can't have any more drinks. And then like somebody tried to go get a drink for me and she was like, is it for that girl over there? They were like, no. And she was like, I'm sorry, I can't give you more than one drink. She's had enough. You're just like hunched over, like staring at the floor. (laughs) Okay. That was not just like drunkenness though, because... Michalina had dumped, like, a big old dollop of her weed syrup in my mimosa that morning as soon as I woke up. And, like, <laughs> that's what got me. I see. Didn't help that I was also the, um, drunk, but whatever. Yeah. The bartender didn't have a problem giving me multiple Yeah, drinks. because you're a man, and this society we live in is fucking sexist. That's probably true. I think it's just because I'm such a charmer, though. Yeah. Probably. Because <laughs> the last call 
I remember because they were like, "It's this is your last call. What do you want?" And I was like, "Can I get um, can I get one Corona and two Heinekens?" She's like, "Okay." And I was like, "No, wait. Can I get two Coronas and two Heinekens?" She's like, "Yeah, okay." Huh. Yeah. I drank all four beers, like instantly, like between last call and getting off the boat. And I don't remember stepping off the boat. I don't think a lot of people do. I kind of do, but not fully. Like, I remember bits. I started to, like, not be so drunk because I had been cut off. And (laughs) I just, I have been told that, like, me and Sam and, like, one other person all, like, got off the boat and then just, like, fell down collectively together (laughs) trying to get into the cab. Marty was telling me in, like, the cab ride home, I was just, like, I was just staring out the window, like, with my jaw open, (laughs) just, just, like, with my face on the window. And then Marty would be like, Nate, are you okay? And I'd, like, turn to him and, like, still with my jaw wide open, like, <laughs> smile a little bit and, like, give him, like, a thumbs up. Dude, alcohol is such a crazy fucking substance. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, yeah, there's a point where I'll go totally non <laughs> if I'm drunk yeah. enough. Like, I, drunk sign language is something I think we should all learn. Because, like, sometimes I will try to do sign language, like, when I'm so drunk I can't talk. Does anyone but understand it? I don't know, like, I no, I don't know sign language, so that's also the problem. Yeah, and maybe, like, I know there's different languages, so, like, there's American sign language. So, like, if we were all Americans and you were speaking, like, Kazakhstan sign language, we probably wouldn't understand. Is, does Kazakhstan sure. have their own sign yeah. language? Did you did you watch Borat yesterday? Is that? What I thought it comes out today, the second one. I'm pretty sure it's today. It does, yeah. You have to. Um, I don't think you can pay for it with real money. I think you have to be a, a Prime member. To well, watch it. my mom has Amazon Prime, so I'm all set. Oh, there you go. I was, I'm debating it because I don't want to support Amazon, but I also want to watch yeah, Borat. Yeah. Also, there's a show called The Boys on Amazon, which yeah, I've heard really that's good. a really good one. Duh, boys. I've also heard about The Handmaid's Tale, which I'm not gonna watch because I don't even watch TV. But like, I especially don't watch like TV that's not funny. Yeah. You should nope. have you read the book? I don't know how to read. Oh. I think if you read the How are you going to read the um the screenplays then over the podcast? Uh well, I can drink and read. Um I just don't comprehend. So like I can regurgitate, but I just don't know what's happening. I see. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. It's how I've gotten through life. Yeah. I mean, I graduated college, but I just don't. It's like in one ear, out the other, in in my eyes and out my mouth. <laughs> Sometimes it comes out my butthole. 
it's just stored in the immediate memory, but it doesn't actually get saved yes. to the hard drive, right? Which is really good for, like, data storage. Honestly, I like this system upgrade. It's been good. Have you thought about getting, like, an external hard drive and plugging that um, in your They, like, the simulators just haven't offered me that option yet, but I think when they do, or if they do, I would consider it. We should text Elon about that, see if, if they can get on I definitely that. should. I was thinking yesterday, we were walking on the beach in the morning, and I was thinking about creating a company um, just kind of mostly to fuck with Elon, but also because it is my life's passion. It would be called C-Sex. And we would be colonizing the sea and the world under water. Um, because I just am a firm believer that a future where we're exploring uh, sea is just fundamentally more exciting than one where we're not. That is true. So is it spelled S-E-A? No, like S-E-A-X. S-E-A-S-X because it's Oh, like SpaceX. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought there was. I thought there was a sex aspect to this. That was my. I'm not as excited. Um. Anymore. Yeah, it's just the C Sex Society. You keep you keep adding an. It's isn't it just no, CX? It would be C's. C Sex would be the name of the company, and then the members that live in our society when we colonize the underworld of water, that would be the CSEC society. So it's C's, like mm-hmm. the seven C's. Yep. And then CSEX. <laughs> Good. Okay. I mean, that sounds fun. Where Where are you thinking about um, funding? Where for this? The pockets of rich mm-hmm. people. I know, but like, which 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 um, ones? Well, I think Hugh Hefner would be a good start. Is he dead? But yeah, Hugh Hefner smoked. <laughs> <laughs> um. Alex Thompson, probably. Okay. That works. Elon Musk. I thought you said this was anti Well, he wouldn't have to know that when he gives us money. You could just tell him it's for something else. Well, we might, like... Yeah. Exactly. I feel like he's pretty easy to trick, honestly. I think he's like if you if you tell him it's like a meme, be like Elon, I need sixty billion dollars to do um 
I would never ever ask Elon Musk, 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 for sixty million dollars. I would ask him for sixty-nine, four hundred and twenty million dollars, because I do think he would say yeah. And then that he would be like, (laughs) be like, huh? Good one. You got it, baby. Raffle. <laughs> Who do I Listen write to this out to? C sex? I had something, but oh, I lost damn it. it. Hmm. Hopefully Artman Enterprises takes off and we can be the I would love that. How is Ardman Enterprises? Anything uh, new and exciting on the horizon? Right now we have a new product. The Benjel Benjel Cube? Cube. Mm -hmm. It is $135. And it's like the um, it's like the Cosmic Cube from X-Men. And it's it's about nine inches, nine by nine by nine. Um, but it is a cube that has the word Benjels written on it, and it lights up. And basically, whoever controls the Benjel cube oh. controls the world. And it's on sale for one thirty four ninety nine. That is plus shipping such a right good now. deal. Like that's actually almost in my price range. There you go. So if I can save up if if I can if I can save up $135, I can buy one for myself and I can control it. Um did you get to test out a prototype before you put it in your store or is this up there and the first one to get it is the first one to get it? Yeah, that's basically whoever is the first one to buy it um, becomes omnipotent. So there's only one Benjel cube in it. Right now, it's it's only it's it's purely theoretical. Um, but as soon as my website puts in the drop shipping order, then it will be manufactured. Okay. I think that. A uh, gift for the, the holidays. Process. I might get one for my brother. There you go. I'm sure he's someone who could who desires all the power in the world. I mean, don't we all desire that? Any, any, anyone really? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like a subjective thing. Like me personally, like one one thing that I want is infinite wealth and power. But that's just that's right. just like a me thing. I don't know, like what what the, um, like what do you want? You know, I just Is want to know what I can live on indefinitely till I die. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. Different strokes exactly. for different folks. We have different different paths. So Nathan, um, I've been meaning to ask you: Have you picked up any new? hobbies or daily activities since we've been uh, exposed to this China virus? Um, right now, one of my hobbies is just writing 
malicious code and pranking my friend Taylor, just like sending him viruses and um, mailing him things. As far as like a prank, I guess that's what I've been focusing on for, as a hobby. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how it's going, you know, because as soon as I send it, you know, it's just kind of getting thrown into the void. So who knows what's happening on his end? But hopefully we'll get a reaction. Um, but in all seriousness, I guess I guess I don't have any, any hobbies at all. Trying to think. Hmm. Nope. Um. Well, I have had a lot of shift in my lifestyle since this happened. Because, like, now we're living in a digital mm-hmm. era where you don't really have to be tied to time and place anymore. So I've been taking advantage mm-hmm. of that and just getting lost out in the wilderness and hiking and living outdoors and not taking showers. And, yeah, it's fun. been really good. I just, I love it. Um, I had this goal for the new year that I was going to do yoga every day and that was kind of like my Mm -hmm. new hobby I was getting really into it and like weirdly enough like it was going great Mm -hmm. and I was so good about like doing it every day like until all this shit happened which like it seems like it could have gone the other way around where like I was living in disarray and then this happened and now I can do yoga every day but it just it didn't work like that but I've been doing pretty good at it I do it a couple times a week it's really nice I'm getting better and stronger oh yeah good I have um I have a gym membership to a gym that when I signed up it was a 24-hour gym but I guess because of COVID it's not anymore but I am. I keep trying to go there, like at nighttime, because that's when I do things, you know. And I'll show up there, and there's no one there, and I like remember again. I like forget every single time. Like I'll, I'll head over there and be like, oh, I'm gonna work out, and then they're closed, and it's just so heartbreaking, you know, to to forget every every single that's time. I feel like you should get a refund for half of your money because they're probably open only open half the time. Like, if they're open 24 hours, you could have been there all hours of every day. Yeah. Now you can. That would be good. They um, I called them once, and they said I'd either have to talk to someone in person talk or... Talk to someone in person? You're not supposed to talk to anybody in person these days, because that is how you spread the coronavirus. I know. They just, uh, they're really strict on it. That's just straight up malicious. Like they're trying to get you killed. It's an unreasonable task. But 
Uh, they've got me by the balls. Though. Are you afraid of any animals? Not really. Um, I guess things that are venomous, I'd say I'm more afraid of. Um, just because it's like, if you get bit by like a wolf or like a like a shark or something, you know, it's not really going to, unless they hit like a vital organ, it's not going to kill you. But if you get bit by something venomous, you know, just once. That's really true. Are you afraid of any animals? Well, I am not afraid of animals per se, um, because I think most mammals mm. I'm more curious about, like bears. I would honestly love to see a bear, not one trying to like kill me. Um, and I've seen a lot of animals mm-hmm. in the wild that could harm me, and I think they're cool. And they usually stay away from you, but I'm yeah. fucking terrified of snakes and lizards and reptiles and slithery things. I just, they scare the bejesus hmm. out of me. Even yep. like, like an iguana or something like that? Yeah, there's all these like little tiny lizards here in Florida, like geckos or I don't know what you want to call them. Yeah, I've been working on my relationship with them uh, this week while I've been down here because I think it's super irrational. Like, what the fuck is that thing going to do? Nothing. It's tiny and it's not venomous. It doesn't even have teeth. But I'm still scared. Yeah. Because they look like a snake. And because they somewhat move like a snake. And they're like fast and darty and slithery. And like, I don't want one to touch me. But you know what? I'm actually also afraid of of fish. Yeah, I don't, like, I'm scared of them touching me in the water. And I'm scared of frogs. Because they're like... Frogs. You're scared of what? Frogs. I I understand frogs because they're slimy, but fish are scaly like lizards. It depends on the species, though. Um... Uh, the fish, I only don't like, um, just because of their, the spine is really pointy Yeah, and sharp. But other than that, um, like if you try try to pick one up, they like, they wiggle really hard. It's hard, it's hard to keep one in your hand because they're, they're slippery. I like fishing and I think like fish are cool and I like to look at them. That doesn't scare me, but like, mm-hmm. there's been times where, like, I could jump into water and, like, snorkel and swim and shit with fish, and I'm just, like, kicking around because I don't want these fish to touch me. I don't know why. I just don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw my... It was my first time seeing animals have sex, and my first time seeing animals have gay sex this week. No. Was it was it two dogs? You got two more guesses. Nope. Was it two cats? No. Thanks, a cat and a dog. Squirrels humping mm-hmm. on a tree and a fence because they both had giant testicles, big old balls <laughs> knocking up against one another. 
So they might have, they were probably doing it in the butt. Unless, I mean, I don't know a lot about yeah. squirrel anatomy. It could be that they're like, have both. Yes. You mean like hermaphroditic? Hmm. It would be good for evolutionary purposes. It just increases the reproductive potential for the entire species. Yeah. I just, um, I learned something. Did you know that Komodo dragons can reproduce asexually? Yeah. They, um, a female Komodo dragon can just, if she's super, if she just focuses really hard, she can oh become pregnant. Somehow. Trigger That's literally not. What if process. humans could do that? Just <laughs> focus really hard. I'm going into reproductive meditation for this month. Um, I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> Manifest a child. <laughs> That'd be super annoying. Like, what if you're in a relationship from the point of view of a guy and then she's just like, oh, I'm pregnant, by the way. And you're just like, what? I got like a vasectomy, though. And she's like, I know. It just, I just did it to myself. I focused really hard and now I have a baby growing inside me. Maybe that's what Mary did with Jesus. Yeah. She just focused him in. Hmm. Interesting. It's a very controversial take. Are you prepared to, uh, to back that up? Yeah, I mean, it's just creative thought. Nobody alive now was there then, so we really can't know. The truth is all relative and only immediate to those circumstances. Anybody's telling of the truth mm. becomes skewed immediately because it's through their perceptive lens. The truth just is. Oh, very philosophical. Yes. yes. I think I think you should do a lecture on this. I think our listeners will hear this and it I might so. open some eyes. I think people should you know, open their eyes. But not underwater, unless it's kind of salty, and then in that case, it's okay. Or fresh water, too, it's fine. A little bit of salt water is good for you. Every now and then. When I was, um, I was swimming, and I was pretty drunk in the Bahamas, and, um, the, the current wasn't that strong but it was going against the current and i was getting hit by waves like every every couple meters or so and i was i was trying to get a lot of oxygen because you know swimming is it's exercise so i'm breathing pretty hard but like every you know uh every 20 seconds or so i'd get like slammed with a big ass wave with my mouth open like while i'm breathing so i would just wow. get like a, a full too. mouthful of water and like the the force from the waves would just like it would it would make me swallow the water like automatically it would just go into my stomach and then 
I had like gotten used to it. I like built like a like a rapport, like a pattern. So I would swallow the water and then just immediately puke it back up and then just keep swimming. Wow. This sounds like I mean, I'm not going to put emotion into your truth, but for me I think that would be a little traumatic. Like Why? not in a sense that it was like detrimental to me, but just like it would leave a good lasting impression to be throwing up that repeatedly that often while swimming. Yeah. You know, I would like just, to try it sometime. I actually now. might try it today. It's pretty windy, so the waves are probably going pretty strong on the beach. There you go. That'll work. We'll see if somebody can film it, and then maybe I'll send it in to you. Pond scum. That'd be fun. I um, so I was when I was doing it, I was swimming out to like a reef. Okay. Like a rock formation. Um, and then I get out there, and then the reef is totally, um, like the kind of coral on it is very sharp and jagged and um like fine as well so like the whole surface there's nothing to grip onto it's just like sharp and pointy and i'm also i'm also butt ass naked while i'm doing this too so i'm like climbing on the surface using like the calluses of like my feet um but like every inch that i step on is total pain and i'm just like out there standing on this rock like my feet feels like they're gonna start bleeding and i'm just standing there like having thrown up like six times on the way out there and i just pure bliss is what it feels like you know it's just like the juxtaposition of it yeah in a way i think it was just my body thinking i was about to die so it just released all of my like it was like here we go let's release it all and have a good fucking time on our way out yeah but and then like i said because i was fighting the current on the way there i just kind of jumped in and just floated back to my boat i didn't even have to swim like the other the second 800 meters or whatever on the way back that sounds like i mean pretty intense and physically challenging but quite rewarding it was did you write it down in your journal i think about often i um it's it's written in one of my documents online do you do you keep a journal have you ever kept a journal what time is it um I have, yeah, I have a few. I've got one right here that I've been leafing through while we're talking, but most of the stuff I just have electronically. Mm. I don't like to handwrite. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I have a lot of journals. journals? It feels really nice when you can, like, finish one, (laughs) but often I lose them or somebody gives me a new one and I'm like, this is pretty, I'll write in this one. But I don't know. They're probably quite delusional, yeah. and I don't know that anyone will read them. I certainly don't read them. They're full of shit. Um, but it's nice. I think it feels very good, like, 
if you just let all your thoughts bounce around in your head forever, then you feel like a crazy person. But if you just like write them down, then they're gone and you don't have mm-hmm. to feel like a crazy person anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to get something like into online. A unsuspecting then... journal that now has to carry that load. Once you read it, then you sort of gain yeah, perspective. I think it's a wonderful on whatever technique. it was you were thinking about. I um I guess the closest thing what these podcasts have evolved from to journaling was I would just get in my car and just start like a voice memo and then just yell into my phone for like the duration of however long I was driving. And then I was going through some of those and I was like, Oh, these are funny. I could I could put these on the internet and then what that turned into. Exactly. Sharba larva is really I over 10 years old actually yeah it started when I was in the eighth grade it's it was a YouTube series um which was sort of like a vlog but yeah basically I would I would do interviews like these but they would be you know like no scripts no preparation all stream of thought but absolutely riddled with just like the worst like the filthiest language oh, that's like an eighth grader could come up with so that's why none of them are available that's probably anymore. for the best none of them are public mm-hmm. also i was just like such a young kid it was i had like the voice of like i was like 13 but i had like a you know like a very young voice too so it's just like imagine like a seven-year-old just like just like screaming like obscenities at you. Shrill obscenities right to the dome. Yeah, that would kind of suck. Mm-hmm. All right, what are, what are your final thoughts? Um, I'm quite hungry. That's all I'm thinking about right now. Um, my final thoughts, though, about this podcast, uh, it's been an absolute honor and a treat to converse with you. And I'm a big fan, like, of just conversational podcasts. I think they're really, like, I listen to them while I try to do, like, focused work because you don't really have to pay that much attention or grasp concepts. And, like, it's funny. Like, I was listening to Sharba Larba the other day and just, like, laughing and giggling. And I was like, this is what I want to do while I work because I don't like to work. But I do like to giggle and laugh. And, like, it's kind of cool, too, like, when it's, like, your friends and people you know because then, like, I don't know. It's a little creepy because you're, like, listening to your friend's conversation, but you're not, like, in it but there. But it makes you laugh. And I think that's important. (laughs) Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm a big, well, good. That's what big fan of your work and what you're doing. I think it's bringing a lot of good and joy into the world. I'm very appreciative for it. I hope Sharbalarba continues to take off this long-standing project that I've now learned has existed for far longer than I've been alive. <laughs> um, and I can't wait to do our our screen awesome. our drunken screen well, play special. 
Yeah, I'll have you and Jesse on pretty yeah. soon. We'll try to get something on the books. But that's our You time, too. Uh, it was great chatting. I one. hope to talk to you soon. Bye.